This is Dubai Eye 103.8. The stars and superheroes of the region's startup ecosystem. And it launched back in January 2016, and it's an amazing record. They've helped more than 70 startups, raised over 128 million dirhams in investment, created over 500 jobs, and generated over 88 million dirhams in cumulative revenue. So, I'm pleased to welcome to the studio the CEO, uh, Najla Ahmed Al Midfa. So, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And also, we're going to be talking to one of the startups that's taken part in that successful program. Farak Lakhani is from Arabi Learning as well. So, welcome to you too. Thank you. So, it's I mean, the the, the figures speak for themselves. Danajla, um, that you know, it's very impressive. Tell us a little bit about um, why it was set up back in 2016. Why was there such a need for this in Sharjah? Well, I think Sharjah has uh, built its uh, foundation on the basis of really uh, talent and education. And so we have the Sharjah University city that houses about 30,000 uh, students and professors. Very impressive, by the way. Mm. Yeah, University it's city worth too. a visit yeah. if you yeah. haven't been. And that's actually where the center is based at the American University of Sharjah and at the University of Sharjah. Um, but uh, all those years with that uh, you know, critical mass of talent, there wasn't really a platform there to help some of these graduates take their innovative ideas and turn them into uh, commercial business ventures. And that's why the platform was created. Um, the idea was really to help build the tech entrepreneurship ecosystem in Sharjah and support entrepreneurs as they went through the process of converting their ideas into businesses. And so over the last three years, we've built a whole suite of programs, everything from an idea validation through to you know developing your first product, helping you going to market and helping you raise your uh, first round of funding. Um, and as you noted, the numbers, uh, those numbers are actually 2016 to 2018. So they don't count this year's uh, startups. We've actually exceeded over 100 startups that we've supported. And obviously, Arabi is one of them. And we're proud to be associated with them. Nashla, you also you host uh, an annual event, which is the Sharjah Entrepreneur Festival. Uh, it's a gathering over 3,000 entrepreneurs. Our chairman and the founder of Virtues, O'Neill Petch, actually spoke at it last year and was very impressed. Yes. And he's not he's not very impressed very Easily often. impressable. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... He told me to tell you that he's expecting an invite to speak this year as well, by the way. So, uh, absolutely, so tell, us absolutely. Bit, tell us a bit about it and tell us what, what, what this gathering is about, because it is quite an impressive event. Yeah. So when it comes to building an ecosystem, you know, it's not as simple as just having a, a, a program for entrepreneurs. There's a lot of other elements to the ecosystem. And one of those is really building a community. And I think that's Shara's strength. Um, and so building a community, inspiring uh change makers to achieve their full potential is the idea behind the festival. We've been holding it for the last couple of years now. We started in 2017 um, and progressively have, you know, attracted more and more people. We now attract over 3,000 people to the event and recently launched the key speakers or announced the key speakers for this year's event. Um, and that includes Uh, His Royal Highness Prince Khalid bin Walid bin Talal, uh, founder of KBW Ventures, uh, Sheikh Hashemma bin uh, Sultan bin Khalifa Al Nahyan, uh, founder of Global Alliances for Sustainability, and of course Akon, who's well known as a singer. Yeah. Uh, but also, what His what a business, lot of people yeah. don't realize is that he actually <coughs> founded the Akon Foundation, which supports entrepreneurs in Africa. And so he's yeah. going to be talking about that experience as well, among a host of other speakers. Great, uh, as great. Well. That's a great lineup, and that that and, goes and back to Natalie Neil Petch. and possibly Neil Petch, yeah. if we find him a spot. Um, that goes back to what we were saying, Natalie, about entrepreneurship being lonely, and these are, these are the type of events that bring these people together. That's that bring 
yeah. you know, and it makes them much stronger. That gives them more motivation to go on. And, and, and Farak, this is where I want to bring you in because we're talking about figures, we're talking about numbers, we're talking about people being involved in this program. But Araby Learning has gone on this journey with Shara. So tell us, first of all, Araby Learning is, is a fun way to learn Arabic for kids, I guess. Yes, because learning Arabic is mandatory in the UAE. So all schools, private and public, all have to teach Arabic. And we found that children just aren't enjoying learning it. They're making little or no attainment or progress. And this is the government reports are saying this. Well, I can tell you, I studied Arabic in Canada. It's not an enjoyable language to learn. It's difficult. It's a tough language. I'm trying at the moment. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Well, um, we thought there must be a better way of doing this. And so we applied modern methodologies and pedagogies. And we developed Arabi, which is a, it's based on a communicative approach. So we believe that if a child can communicate, then they can read and write, which mm. is like the Norwegian, the Finnish system. And we've applied that and we've come up with an award-winning program. Very cool, very cool. And, and, and uh, Arabi um, learning just for children, would it work on someone like me? Because I'm trying really hard to learn Arabic it's at the moment. It's funny you should say that. Well, it works because on children, Natalie, obviously. <laughs> it's funny you should <laughs> say so that rude. because we were asked the same thing by adults last week. Um, we have got parents who are learning Arabic along with their children. We obviously will never say no to anybody, but it's designed for children because the characters are based on the selection and preferences of children. Yeah. But because it's done in such a fun way and it's small bite-side chunks, so you've got a game to reinforce the learning and then we've got online home learning, all of the resources that you need as a teacher to teach. Mm. So you don't can now... free up your time you're not wasting your time making resources you can now just focus on teaching differentiation and actually getting the child to progress and attain and and tell us about your journey with Shara so tell us about the support that you received on your journey okay well it hasn't ended is the first thing Shara has been so supportive they've taught us things that we didn't even know we needed to know <laughs> because we're, we're three entrepreneurs. We're three female entrepreneurs. So I'm nice. linking back to the segment I was listening to on the way over talking about female in business. And we have built, we, we feel that we're part of the ecosystem and that they're still helping us. Like even last week, we have just won Pitch and Palace. Okay, uh, we're one of the winners of uh, Palace, and, ju- and just after it, we were calling them just before and saying, should we include this slide in our pitch? You yeah. know, things like that when we got it's through to cool. the Jitec Supernova finals. Yeah. So it's, the journey is more like a family. We feel that we're part of them and their, their team even came to our finals. They watched us pitch. They gave me feedback afterwards. And it's like a, it is like a partnership. It's not like, here's your journey. You finished your course with us and go on. They have invited us back. They've said, come and participate in the Sharjah Enterprise Forum. We're still here if you need us. You can contact us. And we still do. We still, we're still with them. I and mean, Nej- sorry, Najla, I would, I would imagine that Shira is non-profitable, uh, non, uh, right? Yes, yeah, so we don't take uh, equity in okay. any of the startups that we support. We actually support them through non-dilutive capital, through grants from our corporate partners. And I think that's definitely... So that's uh, how you're funded, through your corporate uh, It's partners. a combination of government funding and private okay. sector funding, but the private sector funding is earmarked specifically for the startups. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's one of the attractions of the program. But I come back to what uh, Farah said, because I completely agree. Uh, it's not really about the funding. It's about entrepreneurship being a lonely process, a lonely mm-hmm. journey, and feeling that you have a family or a community or a tribe around you that you can tap into anytime. This is not a transactional relationship where we say, yeah, it's a six-week program, you go in, you come out, and then we're done. Uh, this is really, as long as you're uh, an entrepreneur, 
we're there to support you. It may, you know, we have entrepreneurs that have started a business, the business didn't quite work out, and they've come with their next business, mm. and we'll still support them. We don't say apply again with a different business. Um, so once you're in or in for a lifetime, you know, even just before this interview started, we were talking about ways that we can support uh, the business. It's, you know, I think the benefits that we provide beyond the program and the funding are also the connections, the doors we're able to open uh, for our entrepreneurs. I think that's quite a unique benefit and as well. And how do you apply to become a member and what are the... Um What are the requirements? So it it varies. So you apply online. Uh, the website is shara.ae. Uh, it, it varies depending on the stage. So if you're very early stage, you're still at, you, you've come up with an idea. You're not sure if it's a great idea or not. We have an idea validation program, which is pretty much open to everybody. Um, and then we start to get a little bit more selective. So the program that Virach went through is actually, it's called the SEED program. In order to get in, you need to have at a minimum an MVP, so an early product, and ideally a little bit of traction. And this is where we come in and we really help you find product market fit and help get your startup to the point where it's ready to raise that first round of investment. So you're ready to go and speak to investors. We then have after that another program. It's a scale-up program, which is a, what in, in the ecosystem a pre-series A program. Um, and there, obviously, uh, we would be looking at, you know, two to three years of revenue. And, and the focus of the program is much more about institutionalizing the business, making it rather than being a founder-led business, making it a process-led business, you know, thinking about things like culture and strategy and team, which you don't really think about in the mm. early days. And so it varies. It varies on, depends on which program. Either way, uh, they're all uh, available online and all applications come and to our website. And you go all website. the way to Series A or do you pass that or do you get to Series well, A? No, once you're in Series A, that's it. That's I think it. usually uh, what we we've done is we we like to partner you know rather than replicating you know we want to fill gaps so what we've done is we've got a partnership with endeavor uh, and that's usually a good time for you mm. to then consider applying uh, to the endeavor program and so that's that for endeavor this is also a good Very source good, of uh, deal flow for them Super. okay and, and for act just finally from you i guess some of the things Najla's talking about you, like you said you didn't think You needed to consider a lot of these things, testing the idea, making sure you're going to the right markets. And um, I guess if you could put into words just how significant that really was in terms of the growth of Araby. Araby, well, first thing, when we applied, we applied for the wrong things. So when we <laughs> when we got there, they said, oh, well, you're not just at the idea stage. You've actually gone in the market. You've actually got traction. And we'd already proved that Araby works by the schools that we'd signed up and the fact that those schools all came back and signed again with us for the second year. So we've already proved that Araby works with our baseline assessment. Three months, the same children were tested and they had a 13% improvement. Wow. And we've got an 89% retention of all our schools. Mm. So we've grown with our schools because we see them as partners. The way Shirat built with us is they taught us the pro processes um, and how to make a process so that it's not, if we are not there, the company will still run. Scalability. Yeah. Yeah. Scalability, yeah. precisely. Amazing. That's all we've got time for. Really, really interesting conversation about the startup ecosystem here in the region. Just a reminder, it's the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Center or Shara if you are looking for further advice. Big thank you to our two guests, the CEO of Shara, Najla Ahmed Al-Midfa. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And also one of the successful companies to have taken part, Araby Learning and Farak Lakhani. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting us. This is Dubai I 103.8.